Hi guys, welcome to Lives in Astrology Podcast. I'm your host, Carmel Yvette. Today is November 12th, 2023, and I'm just coming off the post-1111 portal that was opened yesterday, also corresponding to the Mayan calendar portal. Um, and per the Mayan calendar, there's 52 gap days or galactic activation portal days. And of course, yesterday coincided with a galactic activation portal day on the 1111 portal with Western astrology and the numerology of 1111. So for those of you who have been looking and seeing the synchronicities around through numbers, that's also a signifier that thoughts are becoming things, that new awarenesses are opening up for you. Think of portals like doorways. Um, the images coming in, it's like if you want to walk through another a- aspect of your house, if you're going from the bedroom to the bathroom, you have to walk through a doorway, right? Well, the door is a portal. So think of portals, doorways opening to new dimensions, to new spaces in the house, possibly you've never been to before. Like say you've lived in a home your whole life only to realize, wow, this, this house has an attic that I never knew about, or this house has a basement, right? So you, you have to walk through a portal, a doorway to get to another aspect of yourself, you know, the house being symbolic of you, you know, the houses in astrology are all aspects of self. So what was coming in really strongly in relation to portals and doorways and places within ourselves that have not been accessed or not been able to be accessed up until this now. So I'm thinking like, you know, in Vedic astrology, they call it mansions, right? So I was watching a television show recently on um, treasure hunters on Disney and this group of teenagers was finding treasure. And anyway, they, they had a, uh, one, one of the characters had this giant mansion house that had um, hidden doorways or compartments, the library, you had to move certain books. And then all of a sudden you, you did these, move these books a certain way and then a door would open, right? So that to me also signifies a portal, a hidden portal that was put in plain sight to protect the energy of what's behind that doorway or that portal until the right time, until the exact time when humanity needed this information and again, I always look as, as above, so below, as within, so without. So the fact that I was drawn to watch this and, and then co- coinciding with the portals of the 1111, which is also a signifier of, again, a doorway, an opening. And what was coming along really strong, and for those that follow the channel, you know that I like to play with etymology. I like to play with language because language is the program. It's what creates matter in this realm, how we speak language, the vibrations, why verbs or verberations, verb is to act, right? So we're all telling ourselves these action points through how we speak. And what's coming clear to me is there's, there's been, um, you know, a lot of us talk about magicians or sorcerers, those who work with source energy and the trickster energy. So there's been a lot of tricks played on humanity a lot of tricks I've played, we've played on ourselves because all is self. Again, the, the channel of lives in astrology comes from the maxim that all is self. So we always come back and point back to if I'm seeing something happening on the outside, whether it's harmonious or disharmonious, 
then those are aspects that I created, that we as a collective created in this holographic universe, universe spelled Y-O-U, the inverse verse, of course, is as a verse, think of like a, a sentence and a poem or, you know, <laughs> verse is again, verb has the word, the action, the language. So in the universe, the aspect of you, the vibrations that are happening within you, there are some aspects that we have deeply hidden from ourselves that we have, some of us call it sleep, the waking dream that we have put into um, cryo, cryogenics, we have put into sleep until we got into the new space of where now these frequencies can actually come online for us again to activate us, right? To create a whole new DNA experience. And so what was coming in, the language, <laughs> and I'm going to say this lovingly, and this may trigger some of my spiritual friends and community, but I know a lot of us use the language as, I only want to be high vibe, right? I'm going to stay in high vibe, high vibration frequency, my highest version self. I, I've even used that, these terms, right? Highest vibration frequency, highest vibration self. But the awareness and the download, the upload, the energy coming through these sacred chambers within these portal energies, these secret compartments that are now ready to be seen within me, are showing me how the deep language has also been an inverted language, has created an inverted or upside down experience, if you will, of this holographic world that we find ourselves. So I first heard about this, this aspect of the low vibration from um, a beautiful being called Dr. Be Serious. And you can check him out on YouTube under Black Magic 636. That's where I, I first was introduced to this amazing being. He's a teacher. He's a wisdom keeper. He's an elder, a very sacred knowledge. And, and he brought into my awareness this aspect of the low vibration and how even that concept of low vibes has been inverted or tricks, tricked, <laughs> if you will, in our own consciousness through the language. Because again, the spiritual community, we, we always talk about, oh, I want to be high vibe. But the low vibe, the lowest vibration is the earth. The Schumann resonance, which I think a lot of you have heard of. And if you haven't, please go check it out. Uh, again, these where I the access, the information that I access from is all relatable and all out there to be to be accessed. So you just have to kind of do your homework, your soul work, go do your own investigation, investigations. Scorpio season is all about investigating, researching, diving deep into these concepts. So the Schumann resonance for the earth frequency is at 7.83 hertz. Now I say herds, not hurts, because I don't want to hurt myself with these vibrations. Again, the lang language, you have to really watch the trickster energy. But herds is listening to. So one of the lowest vibrations that we have access, that we can listen to when we herds, is the earth. And so when we disrespect ourselves and the earth by saying, oh, I don't want to be in low vibe, that means... You're saying you don't want to be grounded. You don't want to be in the earth. You don't want to be in the soil, which is the void, which is the dark, which is dark matter, which is negative, 
right? We talk about positive poles and negative poles. Well, the negative is the yin, the feminine, the magnetic part of us that lives in the soil, lives in the earth, lives in dark matter, which is the soil. And so we all want to claim that we want to be high vibe, which is if you imagine the image is coming like a tree, right? So the roots are in the soil. They're deep in the earth. That's where the low, that's anchored into the lowest vibration, which is earth, right? And then we climb up the trunk of the tree and then we reach to the branches, which is higher, the higher realms. And those are the high vibes, right? The highest vibrations. And so for those of us who are on the spiritual human journey of becoming, of remembering who we really are, of our nature, which is like nature, which is earth. We have been taught through the language, through the trickster energy, right? Through the inversion to be uh, scared of or pushing away the low vibes. <laughs> and again, there's also an energy that I would like to speak on at a further time that's not coming in. This is a whole other conversation that wants to be talked about with um, false dark and false light. And I know a lot of people are already speaking on this, but the false dark to me, the inverted dark would be the lower vibrations that I think most of us speak on that we don't want to be a part of, which is, you know, fear, jealousy, envy, hate, destruction, right? Low vibes. But that's the false dark of the low vibration inverted. So I, I want through this conversation just to offer perhaps a new perspective on low vibrations that's reverted, that's actually more in alignment with the earth, right? The lowest vibration is the earth. So Perhaps this is an invitation that we don't speak on low vibrations in a negative way. If you're, if you're low vibing, that means that you're, you're grounded. You're in the soil. You're in the root system of that tree. You're in the earth. And so that's just an, an opportunity for us to kind of, you know, not disrespect our low vibrations and only want to be high vibe because that means you're just, you know, dwelling in the branches and you know, in the airspace and, and that's fine too, but just to acknowledge that we're all of it, we're all of it. We're, we're low vibe, we're high vibe, and we're everything in between. And to welcome yourself back into the earth, because that is the divine feminine aspects of ourself, which of course we know there's been this whole play on the patriarchy to really sort of disown or negate or hide these these feminine aspects this yin the negative the dark qualities but again the true dark is the void and going into the void is where all creation is it's been going into the false dark that we are been have been taught to be scared of the false dark aspects where the demons live right where the decaying dying scary parts all everything that the scary movies are made of that's all fall, false dark so i've been shown through my own inner guidance system through my own gnosis just really deep diving into these concepts that in this realm anything that's pointing to something for you to be scared of that creates fear is the first thing that i want to look at because 
again, in this inversion trickster energy, how we've tricked ourselves through the language on what not to look at, it, to me, is the first thing I need to be looking at for the answers moving through these next portals, these next frequencies, these next dimensions that are appearing on the planet, appearing before us, that are already here, that we can only access if we understand the codex and the code is the language. So reclaiming the language, reclaiming the codes, and I say this because we've got Mercury now in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the wisdom keeper, it's higher learning, it's, it's the philosophy, philosopher's stone even, I would say. And moving, coming out of Scorpio, deep diving into the dark realms, the darkened parts of us, now there's new awareness coming into Sagittarius fire. And we've also got this opposition energy happening right now today with Mars and Uranus, Mars being our action planet, the god of war. And I would even say the god of, of protection, if it's 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 if it's it it's proper alignment, not it's an inversion, because Mars inverted is wars, right? So when it's in its proper alignment, then Mars is as a, a protection energy, and it's opposing Uranus, and and the opposition is really to me feeding each other. It's it's two opposing forces that are pulling, and and generating this this dichotomy within us for revelation because uranus is about revelation think of it like the lightning bolt uh this aha awareness so the opposition right now with this lightning bolt of energy coming in to mars and with mars it's been traveling right next to the sun so it was exact kazemi um it will be an exact Kasimi tomorrow. And Kasimi means the heart of, right? So the sun will be in the heart of Mars, showing, illuminating where these inversions have taken place through what? Because Mercury is still right there. And Mercury now is in Sagittarius moving forward to show us the language, how to better use the language to open these doorways, these portals within us that have may have been hidden or secret or um, not been able to be accessed to now up into this now moment. And I would also like to invite in an opportunity for us to explore now that these portals are open, these doorways have, have been opened within us to show us a new constellation, which has been speaking to me. It actually introduced itself back in August 6th, where I, um, you can check out Libs and Astrology, my channel, um, I'm, I'm on all the social media, but this actually was an article created for the constellation Ophiuchus which is also known as Serpentarius, and it lies between Scorpio and Sagittarius. And its most potent dates that we can really feel, feel this constellation is between um, November 29th and December 17th. So we're approaching this energy, right? So this doorway, this, this opening within consciousness has to me led me into this realm, into this part of my house, this part of my mansion, that was that's introducing me more deeply into this this frequency this energy of Ophiuchus and you know Ophiuchus has an interesting story and again you can read that story on um, lives in astrology page that I just re um, reposted that's so potent in this time period to know the story Ophiuchus was um, there's there is a character in Greek mythology named Asclepius 
and Asclepius is, is was represented in the constellation of Fucus. He was the son of Apollo, the sun god, right? So I think of the son of a sun. So you think of our central sun and Apollo in Greek mythology being the sun god. And Asclepius, which was interesting, if you read his mythology, uh, he was known as a great healer. He was actually taught by Chiron, which is the wounded healer, which is half Sagittarius, half man. Now, Chiron right now is in Aries, and we, we've talked about this before, where Chiron right now is, is the wounded healer. It's where all of us have been wounded in childhood. And the fact that Chiron was um, Ecleptus's teacher and that Ecleptus was able to find the herbs, he discovered the herbs of immortality, which could actually bring people back from from dying, from death. Um, and and it's an interesting story about Asclepius because what he was able to do, the story goes, from what I understand, is that he was able to observe. Um, one day he was out and about and, and a snake approached him. And so he killed the snake, right? Because he was scared of the snake. Then he was able to witness another snake come and bring a specific herb to the snake that he had killed. And when that snake put this herb on top of the other snake, that snake came back to life. So in the mythology, and I'm not sure the name of the, of the person, but he had observed somebody dying that fell in a vat of honey. And because of this observation of the snake energy, he went and took that same herb, put it on the body of the person who had died in the honey and that brought it back to life, right? So there's a lot of symbology here. And again, I would I would invite you to go explore Asclepius and Ophiuchus and this particular constellation. Um, because another part of the story, which I found very interesting, was that, you know, Ophiuchus in the constellation is what's called the serpent bearer. Right. So he's he's holding the serpent and, and supposedly the serpent is wrapped around his waist. Now, looking at the etymology of the word serpent, sir, and this is just through my own gnosis and my own uncoiling of this word, sir, um, S-E-R. So just just kind of a side note. The ancient text never used vowels. So this is something interesting to ponder and consider as you're studying etymology. So sir, taking out the E, which is the vowel, is S-R, right? Sir. And then I was studying the etymology of that word, sir, sire, you know, looking at the different ways to pronounce S-R. And what I found was interesting is one of the definitions of sir or sire is to beget or procreate. And then pent, from serpent, pent is pentagram, is the five, which phi is Venus, right? It's, it's the five-pointed star, which if you look out in nature, it's it's connected to Fibonacci, which is the five-eighth. It's the, the fifth and the eighth. And this that goes into a deep uh, rabbit hole that I'm not prepared to go into today. But just know that it all points to the ability to create, right? To procreate phi, which is balance, which is harmony, which is Venusian, which is the path of the beauty way, which is also what I consider because it rules Taurus and Taurus is about the body. And right now we've got 
Uranus in Taurus, again, opposing Mars and Scorpio. So this opposition is giving us an aha moment about the body, about phi, about our ability to regenerate and that we can literally procreate phi, the pentagram through the serpent, which of course is in our spine, right? It's the ability for us to regenerate and become our own doctors and to self-heal, which is all about what the story of Asclepius was about, right? He was a master healer. So much though, that he intimidated the gods. He intimidated both Zeus, which was, you know, the king of the gods and Hades, Zeus's brother. Hades actually <laughs> brought it to Zeus's attention when he was witnessing Asclepius' ability to heal and bring people back from the dead. He said, hey, wait a minute, my Hades, my, my netherworld's gonna dry up because if this mortal knows how to heal, then that threatened the gods because now the gods, the humans were given the gift of immortality and would become gods. So this also uh, prompted Zeus to say, okay, wait a minute, that can't happen. We've got to put an end to this. So what he, he sent a thunderbolt, a lightning bolt down to the earth, to Asclepius and killed him because of his ability to regenerate and to bring people back from the dead. So this is where th there's so many aspects to the story that I found so poignant and important and awareness, especially when we talk about language and the, the inversions and the trickery energy, that our ability to heal, our ability to regenerate is now the doors open for us to remember that. And it's with using the gift of herbs. It doesn't talk about which herb in the mythology that the snake used to bring the other snake back from the dead. But this is an invitation to point us to plant medicine, the gift of herbs, working with earth. Again, the lowest vibration, which is this, this, the, low, the low vibes, right? So when you're speaking of, I want to be high vibe, please, please invoke in your low vibe as well, but your balanced, most harmonic, coherent low vibe, your balanced, most coherent high vibe, and bring those into center point. It's a new vibration through the language that we can be utilizing to lead us to the immortality herbs that exist on the earth that are already here that allow us to vibrate to that experience of having perfect health, of having complete homeostasis, constant homeostasis, the ability to regenerate, restore, replenish our soul, our cells. And we do that, as I said, soul, but you know, the bottom of our feet being grounded and knowing once we are in connected to our lowest vibrational space coherently, which is on mother earth, grounded in our roots, nurtured, being nourished by, you know, proper minerals and nutrients and especially the mineralization, right? Remineralizing the soil. And that could be done through Sheila Jit. That could be done through cell salts. These are very simple substances that can be utilized. I, I call it Occam's razor of health. Occam's razor is, is usually the simplest explanation is the correct, right? So nature is very simple and yet very complex. That's the divine dichotomy of nature and that's the divine dichotomy of us as nature because we are nature as well. So I would just invite in, please all my spiritual community, 
all the human community who was working with this new frequency of Ophiuchus, um, a kleptus reading the story of using the language of not just claiming in wanting to be high vibe, but claiming in to be your most coherent highest vibe and most coherent lowest vibe self, right? The root to the branches and everything in between and bring coherence and balance and homeostasis to all those aspects of self. Because the doorway is open, this 1111 portal, there's a window of this opening happening. And again, <laughs> going back to the trickster energy of the, of the holidays, the holy days, right? The holy days are the days where we can regenerate and heal, which again, these portals are opening us up, up to the November 29th to December 17th portal. So really using specific alchemy during this time, because this is where the regeneration codes are coming in really strong. This is why I'm being called to fast on Thanksgiving, right? Because I hold the opposition energy. Again, I point to, well, what are we taught in this realm to do? I have to almost do the opposite because I understand there's been a trickery and inverted inversion process that's been happening. And so just really understanding, doing the work to alchemize through, um, especially during these holy days, these holidays, being very precise with the alchemy, being very precise with the vibrations, the verbs, the action, working with mother nature, claiming in the dark matter, not the false dark, which has been all this weird, inverted, demonic, you know, scared of the dark, don't go into the dark. Well, guess what? The dark is the void. <laughs> the void is where all the magic happens. It's where all the, our abilities to regenerate. It's where when we compost all of the stuff that has died off, that is, that's where the rebirth process happens, is, is in the great void. And so right now, I'm in the Western Hemisphere, we're, right now I'm in, I'm in the West, the, the North American um, West here, we are getting ready to go through this death cycle, right? So a lot of the branches off the trees, we can see it in nature, right? It's going back to the earth and there's a regenerative process that's happening in the soil, in the dark aspects of us. So this is just an encouragement. This is just an awareness. It's an invitation to explore the language, how we speak about our reality, about how we're vibrating, how we take action, the verbs, verberation with Mars, you know, bring it back to its true nature, which is more of the protector energy and not the war energy because we're just warring ourselves. We are all one. We are all connected and we are learning how to and remembering and walking through the doorways and the portals of this divine remembrance because this, this energy is now supporting us to remember, remember, remember who you are. Wake up, wake up from the dream. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's lots going to be more spoken on it. This is just one of what's wanted to be channeled in today. After this portal energy, the Mayan calendar was pointing to it. Our own numerology was pointing to it. And of course, the constellation that's supporting us now is wants to be invited in to be explored 13 which is a deeply mystical number. It's very feminine. So going into our feminine nature, but we have to go low and not the false low, but the grounded low, which is earth, which is Mama Gaia, which is the heart, 
right? The heartbeat of us bringing coherence and balance and regeneration and immortality. It's time. Thank you for connecting to the channel. Thank you for listening. Please, if you found any value, please hit the like, subscribe, share, share the content if you found value in it because we need each other. We need these codes. Our language unlocks our stories, our showing up for each other, whatever platform in whatever way helps unlock these doors, these portals within one another. It's time to express, to allow, to invite in a more harmonic vibration or a more harmonic experience of this holographic realm that we're creating. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Much love to you guys.